This is a tripod broadcast. Well, let's start recording, so... We just did. Okay, cool. I think this is a key show to listen to because it's... It's it's uh, it's all about emotional masturbation. Yeah. <laughs> Journalistic integrity. It encapsulates everything that we're about. And I'm sorry. Now, <laughs> give that some thought. Yeah. With Addison... I can't be mad at you. You got a haircut. And Matt. I would recommend that you stop listening right now. <laughs> Turn the page. Yeah. That's been my expression. I've turned that page. Okay. That page is turned. Yeah. I haven't accepted that it's turned. That's a whole other process. And because you, you have to read what's on the next page. Mm-hmm. But I've turned that page. I am no longer staring at the page before, hoping that it is the next page. Yeah. yeah. I've turned it. You won't go back to the page that you just now turned? Nope. The previous page, having been turned, will will stay turned is what you say you will precisely. not unturn it precisely so you're on page 39 <clears throat> page 40 is next after that 40 is 41 presumably unless it's hebrew but yeah <laughs> page page 38 though gone done done not turned. not think even thinking about it anymore nope okay completed yeah yep. now let's say you get to the last page i'll quote one of my favorite movies growing up yeah the love bug with dean norris not Dean Norris. Uh, Lindsay Lohan. Like a, no, 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 no. Not that love bug. Christ. That's... that's oh. Bam. Sorry. <laughs> wow. The original love bug. Oh, yeah. With... Uh, with Fred uh, something. Dean Jones. The original love bug with Dean okay. Jones. All right. Sure. A wise man once said, mm-hmm. when you come to last page... Mm-hmm. Close the book. Hmm. <laughs> now, let's say you're going to do a reread of that book. <laughs> Would you skip page 38? <laughs> well. Welcome to Give That Some Thought, everyone. <laughs> I'm your co-host, Matt. Sitting across from me is the host of this fine show, that's Addison, right. uh, MF, and Todd. That, that's my name. Um, and we're here to do Actually, business. Actually, on Twitter, it's Addison Dragon Energy Todd. But oh, that's okay. just <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, it's funny that the I've been tweeting a whole lot at T-Mobile, mm-hmm. arguing about they're trying to roll out this advanced messaging, and they're doing a piss poor job of it. And <laughs> yeah, so and you as a consumer have to voice your opinion. Exactly, of course. Yeah. and that's what yeah. platforms like Twitter are for. Yeah, and. <clears throat> One of the things that I did, <laughs> because a multi-million-dollar corporation, of course, is going to listen to the right, one one right. one nerd bitching about mobile service. So, I did this thing. I don't know if I even told you this, but somebody posted it to RT Mobile <clears throat> on Reddit. So they promised that they were going to have advanced messaging rolled out in the first quarter, the yeah. first quarter in July thirty-first. So I had tweeted probably two weeks prior to that because I was so confident it wasn't going to happen, and I said if advanced messaging is rolled out. By T-Mobile, before the end of the second quarter, I will tweet my phone number so that we can all try it out. Hmm. That's how confident I am and that wasn't going to happen. And then T-Mobile did this half measure where they rolled out an update to one single device on the network that supposedly enabled advanced messaging. No one's been able to do it yet. That supposedly enabled advanced messaging. And the CTO of T-Mobile, Neville Ray, tweeted at me and said, hey, Dragon Energy, are you going to tweet your number now? (laughs) More... More great Twitter moments in, in my life. So what have you done to this to this person to get back at them? 
Oh, I just keep asking them every day. Oh. When is advanced messaging rolling out? Now, has advanced messaging roll, rolled out no. for your device? No. Okay. Still no. Yeah. We'll tell him that when you get it for your device, I'll that you will do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, the deadline was the, the first quarter, which they promised, so. Yeah. Yeah. But you I know, just, You know that your Twitter account and that the snapshot of that tweet was up on somebody's whiteboard in a building, in a <laughs> meeting somewhere, right? Be like, and we're proud to say that this smug motherfucker, <laughs> Dragon Energy, can now eat it because we've rolled it out. One single I'm a device. CTO. That's right. Fuck yeah. <laughs> And, and their bosses, their old eighty-year-old bosses, are like, "Oh wow, wow, wow! Look at, Ooh, no, look at him get back. Great yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Fuck right. the little guy, he magenta everywhere. Uh huh. Wow, <laughs> this guy's a real go-getter. He just got another car because of that, probably. Yeah, yeah. which is fine. Yeah, that's, and that's you fine. don't even have advanced messaging yet. I don't hate that. Actually, now that Dano's gone, I don't know if he'll ever be back. Now that I mean, let's just let's be honest. Oh, well, that's something not, we've always did, done. Did you on not this get his message. No, what do you... Yeah, he said he was going to come. He said his throat was feeling better. He was going to swing by. Oh, he'll be here later? Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Um, well, I was going to say we should have Colin on the program again, uh, since uh-huh. you know that was sort of the duality of our podcast, Yeah, <laughs> at least for a good 10 episodes. But Colin has a real problem, and I would love to get him on. Well, we could just have, this. like, not have him on the same time, but like every other week, That's have right. one of the other ones on, <laughs> and we'll just spend the entire episode... <laughs> Listening to the other person bitch about the last episode. About the last person, yeah. yeah. And then we won't have a show anymore. Yeah. Which, I've been looking for a little break. That's yeah. I mean, that's a good little half season. And we could just even have it so that it's just Cullen on the mic Yeah, for 45 minutes every week, and then Dano for 45 minutes every week, Right. And they just talk shit on each other. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like the WWE of podcasts. You know what? We need... <laughs> so many video games are going Battle Royale style. You know? yeah, exactly. What about a podcast royale? Podcast royale. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Your podcast. Pit them against one another. Yeah. See who falls to the wayside. We just, we just get like 40, 50 other podcasts to participate, and we just have a podcast <laughs> I, royale. Joe Rogan, I hope you heard that. I, uh... I don't know. We might want to stay in the minor leagues for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Good point. At least until we're clearing a, a cool million downloads every episode. <laughs> I don't know if I want to. If we cool a million downloads, and it's still a fear of mine, because I pay about three, four bucks a month for the hosting. Yeah. If we cool a million downloads... <laughs> Who's paying for it? Triple fucked. I mean, you. <laughs> I can't even describe how fucked I'm going to be if we get a million downloads. Really? Yeah, it's going to be bad. It's. How, I don't know. How much more would you have to pay? A lot. Because, like I said, really? I pay three or four bucks a month. We get a, 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 somewhere around a hundred, I think. Yeah. And it, like, yeah, I I would be just bent over. Wow. Ankles grabbed. I mean, just yeah. not even. My wife. My wife would kill me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, on that note, this podcast is actually a subsidiary <laughs> subsidiary of Addison Todd LLC. <laughs> My LLC should remain anonymous. Thank you. Uh, it's a I have, I have nor have I ever had any financial uh, <laughs> responsibility for the show to it. or liability. I think that the records have clearly stated that. See, I knew that eventually I will say something so ridiculous, so out there, so firebrandish, so so. Uh, Hateful and full of venom. <laughs> yeah, that I will piss off the left in such a way. Yeah. that uh, will make will go viral, and we'll get a million people to download the episode. I've always known that, and so yeah, when it happens, I have purposely kept my credit off of this podcast. Like, That's right. I don't believe I've, I've ever. I don't think that other than me being on the podcast and saying my name, right? You know, did you have any? Yeah, 
vested financial interest. Exactly. So, right. you know, when they come. Yeah. It was great that one week when you were able to get, um, when you're able to get, uh, you know, a couple bucks to make rent when you needed it. Yeah. 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 When you pawned the equipment. When. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's out there now, motherfucker. <laughs> you're. Don't. When. Uh, <laughs> that happened, ladies and gentlemen. That happened. Okay. Matt well, needed rent. Matt. They're, they're coming or for cigarettes. They're coming for you. I, they're coming for you. <laughs> Yeah, and your rent will be paid just fine. Mm-hmm. I. Uh, so do you get what's what's the deal now? You get like an extra buck a head at brunch, or what's what's the deal? What's, Not yet. I, uh, I don't know. We'll see. No. I love the stuff you post every week. Yeah, oh, thank you. Not enough to save money and actually come out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Y- you know, <laughs> yeah, it's a thought that counts. Actually, in my head, I'll be perfectly honest. This is this is a fantasy of mine. In my head, there's a fantasy, and it involves <laughs> really. Go on. Just the one then, eh? <laughs> oh, no, there's plenty. But this one involves me coming over to record the program. Mm-hmm. As I'm coming up the steps to your apartment, I'm greeted by the scent of cooking food. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... This definitely is a fantasy then. I, <laughs> I'm like, what is that? And I walk in the door and you have made me an entire spread <laughs> of, of your delicious food, man. Mm. That's a fantasy of mine. Okay. <laughs> I will hard boil you some eggs <laughs> next week. The funny thing is that would actually do it. I fucking love it. I know. I, I know how much you love love eggs. So I'll much, have I'll so have so much. I put them on everything now. Yeah. I so like you know like the fried egg that people have putting been putting on burgers for like six years, you know, sort of sort of a mean, I mean um, the fried uh, egg. Yeah, yeah. So I do that with my burgers. I do that with my bratwurst. I do that with really? I I've, I've dude, if it's at all savory, mm-hmm. a fried egg is going on top in my yeah. house. I mean, yeah. it just, I'm going to do, it hasn't happened yet, but I'm going to do some type of pasta, fried egg on top. Mm. <laughs> I haven't decided, but it will happen. No, in my home, it'll probably be a box of Kraft mac and cheese, but. Sure, sure. <laughs> no, I, I can't eat past six o'clock, so I, I have a hard out when it comes to calorie consumption now. Yeah. It sucks. Fascinating. I don't know. I figured I'd try it. Whatever. Well, that closes the segment. What did Addison eat today? <laughs> Actually, it doesn't. I had a lovely trail oh. mix. <laughs> All right, reopen the segment. <laughs> I had a lovely trail mix. What did I have for dinner? Oh, lunch. I had a, uh, I had a turkey. Sa- I'm eating turkey now. Mm-hmm. I used to eat ham. Yeah. Now I'm eating turkey. Fascinating. A little bit, a little on. bit leaner. Yeah. Um, but just a nice, a nice cold cut turkey sandwich with just mustard. Yeah. Nothing else. I don't get fancy with my sandwiches. Um, well, mustard's good. I mean, you know. It's a basic condiment. I like it. But as far as calories, it's, it's the lowest amount of calories you can have per for a condiment see there you go and yeah. i could i don't know if you've ever seen me make a sandwich but i could go nuts with mayo i i, I really like mayo for which reason. is one of the highest yeah exactly which is why i don't i and i catch up high in fat and in sodium i try not to buy mayonnaise so it's not yeah. in my home because mm-hmm. i know that i will abuse it yeah and of course honey <laughs> mustard is nothing but sugar and mayonnaise honey mustard is disgusting well honey mustard is a superior condiment addison no it's you, disgusting on you know almost this. everything yeah I am. There are people very close to me in my life that I that I shall not name. Mm-hmm. Let's say, for example, my wife. <laughs> I, I was about to say because you're married to them. Is that why you won't say? Who dip their fries, <clears throat> their burgers, almost every type of that kind of food. Mm-hmm. They dip in honey mustard. Yeah, and I can't stand it. It's delicious. It's disgusting. Um, now, where do you fall in barbecue? Like barbecue sauce off of barbecue. Now dipping your fries in barbecue sauce. 
if I'm having if I'm having barbecue, then yes. Okay. Does that make sense? I don't go to McDonald's and get a McChicken and get barbecue sauce with it. That's yeah, degeneracy. Yeah. yeah, no, it's totally yeah degeneracy. Mm-hmm. But if I'm at Sugar Fire, Pappy's, a barbecue. I mean, yeah. I'm white, so I probably wouldn't be at a barbecue. But if I'm having barbecue, well, you're, you're, sauce is you're fine. white and you're not super fat. That's right. <laughs> if you're a barbecue connoisseur, you have to be tips. either black or obese. That's right. In America, <laughs> then you could be a barbecue connoisseur. That's right. But unless you're black or obese or Frank Underwood. <laughs> yeah, but he wasn't using. But I don't think he was using the barbecue sauce uh, that barbecue place because he enjoyed barbecue. Right. I think. I mean, we've talked about this. The whole that, the whole point of the barbecue bit mm-hmm. of him going mm-hmm. to what was the guy's name? Freddy's. Freddy's. Yeah. Barbecue. I'm feeling all the time. Hungry today. Was I think it 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 connected him to South Carolina or North Carolina, right to his home, right, right, right. right. And it made him. It gave him a connection to the everyman, so he could still justify in his mind the reason I'm doing this is for the people, my constituents. Right. <laughs> and Freddie here is a, a wonderful part of my constituency. Right. And so I'm helping my constituency by buying his barbecue, which makes me remember North One Carolina. Of That's right. One of people. Um. Yeah, but barbecue sauce with barbecue. Okay. Not at regular places. I I don't go because we'll go to like your garden variety chain restaurant. And my yeah. wife gets honey mustard to dip everything in. Mm-hmm. Degeneracy. I don't do that. Yeah. Not with barbecue. Not with, I, I actually don't dip. Like if I go to a place and I'm getting fries, unless they have a special sauce of some kind. Yeah. I don't fuck with, I don't fuck See, with sauce. at least she's not a ranch girl. What's that? Oh. F- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't know if it'd be worse as much as I you, hate honey if, mustard. If you're associating women with the condiments they use the most. Right. Right. The, the lowest bottom rung of society. Right. Of women. Are women who are ranch girls <laughs> who dip their everything in ranch, right? You know, I think yeah. after that would probably be I don't know ketchup, maybe. See if I'm eating a steak somewhere though, even if it's a basic chain steak, yeah, a one sauce. I put that shit on the baked potato, little fries in there. Yeah, hey, it's good. Uh, but a, a woman who's dipping her stuff in in, in stuff, right? <laughs> Sounds like my kind of girl. <laughs> Honey mustard is actually like two, the, the two or three rank. You a know? top tier, you think so? <clears throat> Definitely ranch at the very bottom. You know, what would be the top ketchup. I think would be a mid tier. Yeah, most honey mustard uses is it. kind of mid tier. Right I, at the top, uh, maybe nothing. Uh, a woman who's just like, I don't want to dip it in, in things. I'm, right. I'm, I'm not a dipper. The non-dipping woman. The non-dipping. That's your high class woman. There you go. I like it. She will clean the house. She will. You so know. that's what I got to look for. Yeah, exactly. When she, my wife leaves me and I start dating again. Yeah. I just got to find a chick that doesn't dip. You, what you do is you go to McDonald's. Uh-huh. You get a bag of fries. Right. Like five large fries. Just dump them straight in the bag. Right. And then get a painter's palette <laughs> and put condiments all over the painter's palette. And see which one she dips in. See And alpha her. Yeah. See which one she dips in. Yeah. If it's a ranch, dip. walk away. Yep. Nope. Swipe Bar- left, as the kids say. Exactly. That's you right. know. <laughs> Uh, mayonnaise, walk away. Oh, see, I like mayonnaise and fries. I like mayonnaise and fries too, but it's a, it's something I know that is degeneracy. I like. <laughs> it's low class. It's trash. It's trashy. Okay. All right. You know, I don't make my bed. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, it's probably because of the mayonnaise on the fries. I don't do the dishes every day. Yeah. I like mayonnaise on fries. If a woman likes mayonnaise on fries, she's not going to make the bed. Nope. She's not going to do dishes every day. Right. She's going to have a neck tattoo. She's going to have a neck tattoo. <laughs> she's probably not going to wear underwear. Her name's going to be Christine. She she calls she insists everybody calls her Chris. 
That's you, you're married to a a woman who Christine eats mayonnaise Chris. on fries named Chris with a neck tattoo. There you go. That's what happens. Is that when, the life you want? Is that, is that is that really the fucking life you want? Ketchup, honey mustard, mid tiers. Right. You know. Right. Acceptable, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Barbecue sauce, another mid tier. Now, what about buffalo? Do you fuck with buffalo? See, see, I fuck with your garden variety buffalo. Like, if I get a McChicken, yeah. uh-huh. buffalo sauce is going on it. Yeah. McDonald's buffalo sauce. Here's 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 how you you subvert the ranch trope though. If uh-huh. if uh-huh. you offer her the palate right the, of the, the, right. the, the, the sauce palate, <laughs> she goes to the buffalo. Right. And then. Comes back through the ranch. A swim in the ranch? Yeah. She's top tier. That's it's, like one go. or two. That's <laughs> like one of the best ones you want to get. Because she she's okay with the trashy stuff. Right. But she knows how to pair there things you well. Go. Yeah. The top tier dipping sauce uh-huh. with the bottom tier dipping she's sauce. She's going to keep the house clean? Can, exactly. Yeah. You know she's go, she, you know she's going to make the bed, right. but also she's going to make she's that gonna, bed. She's going to mm-hmm. mess it up, too. Exactly. Well, I yeah. got you. Mm-hmm. I'm smelling There's like going to be a reason. In. She had to make that bed. <laughs> I do fuck with buffalo sauce, though. Yeah. I, 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 you're, you're chain fast food type places. Mm-hmm. I, I like buffalo sauce. Yeah. Um, and then if there's a special sauce, I can do that. Freddy's has a really good special sauce. Yeah. I don't know. The the little burger joint, the, I think the only one's like right out here by you. There's one over uh, in Mid-Rivers, too. I, I don't. I'm, I tried it once. Not, not a huge fan, but... Uh, Reminiscent yeah. of the crumbly burger for you. I mean, not, not, I don't know. <laughs> I've never weird. had crumbly burger. Uh, but I t- one last point on the, the palate. Yeah. I think the number one spot, mm-hmm. the, the, the way you know that she's a high class woman. Top tier. Is if she does what you call fancy sauce, mm-hmm. which is ketchup uh-huh. and then the mayo. <laughs> <laughs> that's degenerate. And that's how you know you can't that's get any not, better than her. Ugh, I don't even think I've ever eaten that. Really? And I've eaten some depraved things. Mix yourself up get some ketchup and mayo. I've eaten some depraved things. I'm telling you, I've, I've eaten some things I'm ashamed to eat. Really? Yeah. Hmm. See, and actually... What was his name? Full, <laughs> full circle, segue, that's why I'm doing the 6 p.m. thing. Because what I would do... Like, I had a little something to eat right now. I'm fine. I'm not hungry. Yeah. No big deal. But I would go home, finish this up, work, what, you know, whatever I wind up doing... And then at 10.38, when I'm about to slide into bed, I get the slightest pang of hunger, and I'm, I'm down in the kitchen putting tortilla strips, or put, putting tortilla chips in a bowl, and putting two cups of shredded cheese on it, and putting it in the microwave for a minute, and then eating it all, like an animal. Yeah. And then you- That's just, what I'm trying to cut out. Your, your stomach is just filled with salt and grease. Yeah, exactly. And Garbage. All trash. night long. Yep. That's what I've been doing. And your body's just meditating on it while you sleep. If you can call it that, meditation yeah. seems a bit of a. a but now you wake up. Now you wake up and you're like, "Oh man, I have to eat now, right?" See, everyone no? said that that's because I I, I tossed this idea out there. I'm like, ah, you know, have people had success with it? Blah 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 blah, whatever. And I was talking about it, and then the people, everyone who's tried it, said, "Oh." I love it. It's done this for me. Whether it was poundage, feel great, all sorts of. Yeah. I only heard good things about it from the people that have tried it. Everyone that hadn't tried it said, oh, "Are you just going to be hungry all the time?" And I'm really. I mean, I'm on day two, but I'm really not. Yeah. I wake up in the morning. There's a little bit of hunger, but there's a shitload of water. There's my morning coffee, and then and then I don't eat until after 10 a.m. And I eat a little something small. That's kind of by design too, because by 10 a.m. I'm already engrossed in work or whatever, you know, and 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 so. Boom! Then I eat something somewhat on the go, yeah. Without without you know sitting down to destroy myself. Um, See, I do almost the same thing. 
Right. Except I don't a, I don't do the <laughs> night part. It's a big except. So you you're doing the the bowl of the Oh yeah, no, I definitely I definitely yeah, eat a snack yeah. bef- like bef- right before I go to bed. Straight into bed. Yeah, it, so yeah, and that's what I'm really trying to do. It's not always out. it's not always or, or usually a meal, but it's usually it's something. It's degenerate. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to cut out. That's the mm. pri- that's the number one goal. If I lose weight, great. Yeah. If I feel great or get superpowers, fantastic. Yeah. But what I'm trying to do is stop sliding into bed at 11 p.m. after consuming f- well, 1,800 actually, calories. I was just thinking this like 10 minutes ago, but as you're sitting there, you you do look a little bit slimmer. Your your yeah, arms maybe. and wrists are uh. definitely slimmer. Your biceps <laughs> and wrists more feminine. Nice. Yeah. Good. Perfect. Slender. That's exactly what I'm trying mm-hmm. to achieve. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna go home and make some fucking nachos now. I, uh, <laughs> no, but that's because I know that's bad for you. In your yeah. head, you know it's bad for you. Sure, but you do it anyway. Exactly. Because you've already had seven rum and cokes, and it's. <laughs> well, know. in your case. Yeah. But I don't. I try. I, I'm, you know, I try and drink once a week, and that's it. Yeah. Gin Dad. Gin Dad is just now making an appearance, if you will. Well, bring him out just for special occasions and that's holidays <laughs> right now. <laughs> and then About once. year that. And then. Once you've. Done that for a couple years, right. you, you ruin a holiday because of your drinking, <laughs> and then then you, you know you're in. Then you know you're that in the mat you, club. You can't disappoint your family any more than you you have right then. So if your wife doesn't leave you and your children are still talking to you, right, you know you're good to go. Right? Are you just now recording? No, sliding that. Okay, no, no. calm down. Why don't you oh, let the engineer okay. engineer? All right, fine. Yeah, no. and the talent be. I, I get what you're getting. What you're doing right say now. The talent. Um, the talent be talented. Let the genus be genius. All right. Uh, how was your week? Did anything uh, crazy? Pretty good. Fourth of July was uh, pretty good. Hung out with the family for a couple hours. Yeah, what'd you do for America's birthday? Anything? <laughs> Got up late. Um, not a whole lot. Sounds awesome. <coughs> shoot some, uh, went to shoot buy, some Roman candles at the went to, nieces and nephews. Went to buy some fireworks. Bought a little bit of fireworks. Smoke bombs. Colin thinks fireworks should be outlawed. Well, Colin also thinks that socialism would work. <laughs> so, and that prostitution should be legal. Um, I agree with one of them. Yeah. And we should be throwing gays off buildings. I- <laughs> anyway, I bought some fireworks. Uh, love you, Colin. Uh, bought some fireworks. Um,. Some smoke bombs, uh, some other like fizzy noisemaker spinny thingies. Yeah, little. Um, and then stuff, a, that, stuff that costs China thirteen cents to make. Yeah, a couple, a couple f- spark fountains. You know those <laughs> those, you those yeah, fountains yeah. you get that spark for like five ten seconds. And yeah, like blind you if you look at them. Yeah, um, like a like a welder's torch or something. Right. Um, and then a couple Roman candles, which weren't really Roman candles. They didn't shoot the ball. They shot off just like a flare. A f- yeah, it was a. F- yeah, it was a, not, I, I, the really little ones, skinny ones. Not a flare, but it was like this ball that went out, and you you couldn't see it streak out with Roman candles. You can see them streak out with different colors, right? Right. With the real Roman candles, right? These struck streaked out with a ball, and then just blew up into like glitter, oh. like fifteen feet. In see, the mine air. didn't even blow up. It was just like phew. really. But my son was enamored. I let him hold it. I let him hold it while he did it. Yeah. So when I left here, and I I. I Got like ten bucks worth of fireworks. I got some Roman candles. I got some some snaps for the kids to throw. Mm-hmm. And I let my son hold a Roman candle. My wife got so pissed. Really? Yeah. Because because uh, she's a. Pussy. I have an I have I a nephew know. who's pretty much the same age, uh, maybe a little bit younger. Well, I held it with him. Is. I mean, he's five. Well, he, my Sam, 
Yeah. I held it with him, and he was totally fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. He was a little bit apprehensive, kind of not wanting to hold it, but then, yeah. you know, just kind of putting his hand on it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he wanted to hold it. He was like, Daddy, let me hold it. Because I held it and did it, and then as soon as he saw me do it, obviously he's like, oh, that's what we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know. So, mm. great kids. Tremendous. But see, I don't, I don't get that. Like the mother who gets, I, I, I get it. I understand why, you know, because right. she wanted to be protective. Because they used to have those scare articles as Roman candles can fire out the back and shoot you <laughs> in the in the balls or kill you, you know? And, <laughs> can they? And they can do all sorts of evil things, like deport uh, illegal immigrants and separate ch- children from parents at the border. It's Roman candles Horrible. are terrible. Horrible. Terrible. Anyway, um. <laughs> Yeah, there was a big scare thing in the '90s that Roman candles can, you know, misfire and fire at the back. And I think that there were some, some, but it's like freak accidents, right? So everyone was they were like, holding them wrong. Is that? Yeah, well, you, yeah, we hold they lit them. It and they were like, "Oh, I thought end. you lit the fuse down here." <laughs> Got shot in the dick with a Roman candle. Well, some of them misfired and fired out the back or whatever. And now right. they obviously make them a different way, so that doesn't happen, right? Anyway, everybody got scared, and they tried. They spent like one summer. Everybody was all about banning Roman candles. Well, yeah, I, I didn't realize until I went to purchase last week. Bottle rockets are illegal now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, I was I, like, I was like, those are the most fucking they've been, fun. They've been illegal for a while, have they? Yeah. Well, because I asked the guy because I made one lap around the tent, and then I asked the guy, I was like, "Excuse me," and I was like, "I was like, you guys have any bottle rockets?" And he's like, "No, they're illegal." And I was like, "That's not what I asked, sir." <laughs> I said that to him. He just kind of looked at me and then he chuckled. He's like, "Ah, oh, the fire marshal gets in trouble." I was like, "Again, none of my concern." I don't. <laughs> yeah. Do you have any or not? Fuck. <laughs> yeah. I think in either this part of the country or the state of Missouri, bottle rockets can't can't do them. Um, Unbelievable. It's, it's because you can direct them at things as a rocket. Yeah. Read fun. Yeah, I know, but you can I, also like things are fucking great. Build a giant, you know. Wooden you can, you can structure musket. <laughs> and and dump fuel on it and then fire that from a hundred yards away and have a giant explosion, which is what people use it for sometimes. Well, which is part of what you want to do. Yeah, that's part of the fun. I don't believe me. There are there are hillbillies in Missouri already putting together their giant explosive pile of junk and shrapnel. <laughs> uh, not even a week past the Fourth of July, and they will collect it for n- until next year, and they will dump wood. And plastics, anything, tires, anything flammable <laughs> on this pile. The neighbor's cat. That's what maybe a couple hundred yards out their back door. Right. And then when it comes July 3rd, <laughs> they're going to fill up every container they have in their house with gasoline. <laughs> These sound like great people. Can we get them they're, for the show? They're going to dump all that, like, they're going to they're gonna dump half the Exxon Valdez on top of this. <laughs> Giant pile of rubble. Is that what gas prices go up around the Fourth of July? Yes, it's true. It's not because people are traveling more. It's because goddamn hillbillies are making their piles, stockpiling, and 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 Exxon (laughs) knows that they knows make a buck off of the toothless degenerates. Well, Billy Billy Joe's about to go into town and buy two hundred gallons of gasoline. (laughs) He's going to put a tarp in the back of his truck and just fill it up, (laughs) then back up onto his pile real quick. Um, <laughs> light the truck on fire, but 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 no, they, they. I'm serious. They do that, and they'll be like, "Yeah, that's the pile for lighting on Fourth of July," <laughs> and that's what they do. They they that's shoot like, well, a bottle. That, that is a that is a tremendous testament yeah. to America's birthday. And everybody in the family, in the hillbilly I, family, all 27 of the kids, they get a bottle rocket, 
and whosoever bottle rocket lands on the pile first to ignite it, you're the one who gets to get have the the I don't know what what would be a good hillbilly prize. I'm, <laughs> I'm drawing prize. a blank. Uh, you get to fuck your second cousin or something. <laughs> <laughs> you get marital rights among your sisters. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> you get you get to have your way with slow Aunt Sally for the rest of the year. She's in a wheelchair, but well, he could still. <laughs> <laughs> I watched an episode last night yeah. where she, Michael dates Pam's mom. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I could give a shit about your happiness. Stop dating my mother. I'm gonna start dating her even harder. What does that mean? You know what it means. The best show. I got an argument at work today because they were talking about how great Big Bang Theory is. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> so can you guess which side I was did, on? Did you quit? And uh, <laughs> did you? When you get, <laughs> do you need a, Do you need a job, Edison? Because yeah. ten bucks an hour, I got a shitload of dishes at work. Exactly. No, I. Uh, <laughs> I got dishes all day. It was. It was horror. It was like. And they're like, it's so funny. I laugh at almost every joke. It lands. And I'm like, I'm like, it's where comedy goes to die. They're like, you haven't given it a chance. I'm like, no, no, no. My family is really into it. My wife's family, when we go to Branson for Thanksgiving, it's going to be fucking Big Bang Theory the whole weekend. Ugh. And it's horrible. Ugh. It's horrible. And I'm like, I'm like, I, and I have given it a chance. It's on all the time. And I'm always like, can we watch, I don't know, The Office, Parks and Rec? Yeah. Anything funny? It's horrible. Yeah. The show is, is not funny. The laughter it, it it makes it worse. With the laugh track, um, yeah, but but if you ever, there are are places up on YouTube you can watch old clips of sitcoms with the laugh tracks removed. Yeah, and they're not as funny. They're not funny, like stuff no. that on like Seinfeld that you laughed at. I never watched Seinfeld. Sure, but for for example, right, that it's not as funny. Uh, but see, people get off on those types of shows. That was an interesting kind of psychological thing is that people get off on watching those shows like the Big Bang Theory. Right. W- w- not to single that show out, but that laugh track show, Big right. Bang Theory, Two and a Half Men, Friends, see, Two and a Half Seinfeld. Men I think is funny every now and again. I mean, <clears throat> it's not tremendous, yeah. but. Friends, Seinfeld, all those shows. Right. Okay. With the laugh track. People enjoy watching them. Because they feel as though they're taking part of something. Everyone else is laughing. I'm laughing too. Therefore, I'm a part of everyone else. It's herd mentality through right. the lens of, of media and entertainment. And and it tells you when to laugh. And it tells you when to feel sad. It tells you when to cry. It fe- tells you when to be like, oh, right. right. Remember, I mean, you've seen some Full House from back in the day. Right. Right. Oh, how many of those cutesy awe moments in the 90s did we have? <laughs> on shows like Full House, right? Right. Uh, telling you when to feel empathy, telling when when to be scared, suspenseful, right. uh, happy, sad. It. I. I mean, sitcoms, especially laugh track sitcoms. So much of them are conditioning, right? <laughs> telling you these are the moments you should be like, oh, how precious. Oh, oh, uh, fear and apprehensive. What should I do? What should I do? You right. Know, angry, happy. That's funny, right? And and when you associate and share the same emotional state with the rest of the group right the rest of the herd there's safety in that there's affirmation in that right 
All see, these people like around me. The office is that you don't know how to feel for a, for a good portion of it. Exactly, exactly. Which is what makes it so brilliant. But and I think the original character of David Brent, Ricky Gervais, is David Brent, right? Because it was even more so. Yeah, exactly. It really was. You do you don't know how to feel about this character, right? Like you, it's a sitcom, you, and he's a star, so you're supposed to like him, but you don't. Right. But then you kind of do, and he's funny, and the other people that you associate with, you're like. Man, why don't you just get your, you know, you, with the Jim character? I can't remember his name, yeah, but Martin Freeman's Jim uh, character. You're like, right? Man, why can't you just get your stuff together and like have some balls about yourself? Right. And you get frustrated at his character. Yeah, you want to smack him around anyway. Um, but that that there's safety in that, and I think it's uh, in that association with the herd, and I think it's even more powerful than groupthink of sports. Right, the sports group think, right. or the political group think, right, or the religious group think, in which yeah. I believe in Jesus. Therefore, I all these other people believe in Jesus, and I feel we're all together believing in Jesus. We're all together believing in Jesus, and that affirms and and my faith and removes any doubt I have in it. Right, right. right. That, I want to have a faith without doubt that's not dependent on other people. That though. that herd <laughs> ideology and mentality. Yeah. Um, I think when it comes to things that, uh, when it comes to bare bones emotions, I think we put even less thought into it. Because somebody who is a Christian but having doubts, right? Right. That herd mentality still doesn't keep them from having doubts. Like, But if you get them all worked up in the middle of an emotional praise, an emotional worship service, and they feel, quote unquote, God's presence, and they have an emotional reaction to it, it's yeah. purely emotional. That cuts through any doubt they have, be or doubt they have about their association with the group, right? right. Because so, the whole group is experiencing that same thing, ex- exactly. Right. And the emotionality of it, I think, is a deeper quote to use the, my, uh, my one of my favorite terms. That emotionality, emotionality of it, turns it into an even deeper magic, right? Okay, right. Um, and so I think that kind of maybe explains the here's your uh, um. Give that some thought, Bingo Dano, the zeitgeist. Right. Of <laughs> take a shot. Of uh, groups like Antifa. Yeah. And groups like the alt right. Mm-hmm. Right. BLM. Black Lives Matter and right. that sort of thing. Because what you've done is you've given people a group identity against uh, an injustice. Right? right. Right. Whether a perceived injustice or a real injustice. Right. Uh, I think all in for all three of those groups, it can be you can make make a case that they're going up against legitimate injustice. However, you give them that you're fighting against something. You're you're the downtrodden, right? And you have to rise <laughs> up. You put them in a group, and then give this give them this heightened emotional state, like we've seen at uh, the Charleston uh, riots, the riots in Portland over the last week, right. and all this other stuff, right? The Charlotte, or Twitter every the Charlotte, day, in, in, or... yeah, Twitter every single <laughs> fucking minute. The Charlotte, North Carolina incident from last year, yeah. And we see how how easily people are controlled and manipulated into violence, right? If only they would just take a step back and separate themselves from that group and separate separate themselves from what makes them safe, right? Right. And and, and, to, and to give question, that some thought, if you will, give that <laughs> some motherfucking thought, right? And I think uh, to bring Jordan Peterson into it, he talks about you know. Uh, if you were, if you take you right, Addison Todd, and put you in Nazi Germany, right? Would you be? Would you be? Uh, you know, 
would you be uh, what's his name? Henry Schindler or Oscar Schindler? Would you be Oscar Schindler? Who was that? The guy who <laughs> tried uh, to who who worked to free a bunch of Jews from uh, gotcha uh, German controlled right Germany anyway right. from Nazi Germany. Or would you be? Or would you be a brown shirt? Would right. you be one of the guys trying? Would you be hiding Anne Frank and her family, or would you be telling people, "Hey, I think there's some Jews over here to keep you out of trouble." Right. Exactly. Which would I'm you be? I'm a part of the group. Yeah. You would be, without a doubt, almost 100% of the time, you would be the guy snitching on his neighbors to keep yourself out of trouble. Right. Because ultimately, yeah, people are picking off parts of the group, right? First they came for the blacks and I said nothing. Then they came for the Jews and I said nothing. Then they came for me. So on and so forth. You know, no one else said anything. Right. It was because you you pick away at the group slowly. Right. And the group's smaller and smaller and smaller, but stays together because it doesn't want to be ostracized from the group. Right. And so what kind of person would you be, right, in Nazi yeah. Germany? You would be a brown shirt. Right. You wouldn't be the, the noble logic. person. Logic bomb. So, no, but but if we dare to get away from our group identities, right, which we have such a huge problem in the Western world, right. in the world in general with group identities, if we would take a step back from our group identity, whether that's gay, whether that's Christian, whether that's liberal, white, or Democrat, black. Republican, white, black, uh anime fan <laughs> furry whatever your group identity is get away from that identity take a step back and and try and view the world without that veneer of i belong here and yeah. everyone else is over here yeah right yeah it's an interesting thought it kind of reminds me of because uh, i heard if i heard it once i heard it a million times growing up you know about you know would they would you would you deny Christ to save your life? You know, like that, yeah. that that sort of thing. And it's like, you know, everybody answers, uh, you know, no, I wouldn't. But even that within that construct is you're just saying that because that's the answer. Yeah. Right. And and if you do really think about it, yeah, I don't I don't think you ever really. It's it's almost a tr- a trap. Of, of logic because no, you, don't, you don't really yeah. know yeah until until you're in it because even like that that Nazi Germany thing like well pff, I, I don't know I hope I would hide Anne Frank yeah but in reality maybe I would just be like uh, me and my family's fine I don't, yeah there's probably Jews over there yeah you know so my son is blonde don't kill us please <laughs> that's right it's getting darker by the day though is it yeah. really? Yeah, and I found him hiding pennies the other day. So I, maybe he is Jew. I don't know. I wait. <laughs> he swallowed a penny. Did I tell you this? No. <laughs> yeah, he swallowed a penny, and then uh, it was funny. My wife told me so. He, he he he. We put him to bed one night. We were both home, and then he got up probably a half hour later and was like screaming and like terrified about something. And that's not, he doesn't have night terrors. He doesn't have bad dreams. Really. If he's in pain, he'll do that. But he like freaked out and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like the money was in my mouth and I swallowed it. He's like, I swallowed the money. I swallowed the money. And I'm like, you'll poop it out. Go to bed. (laughs) And then the next day, my wife told me, I can't remember where they were, but the next day they were, they were out somewhere and he he told somebody that they met, uh, that he's going to poop the money out of his butt. Just out of, out of nowhere? I'm pretty sure there was no context for that. Huh. <laughs> yeah, he just offered that he was going to poop the money out of his butt. So, so now somebody thinks that you're like using your kids to smuggle cocaine? <laughs> that we're trying to get them to poop out the goods. Yeah. 
Huh. That's weird. Well, he shouldn't have had the money in his mouth. <laughs> no, he should Bottom have. line, that's what I told him. But, you know, what? maybe it tasted good. Maybe it tasted like, it probably did taste like copper and sweat. <laughs> yeah, here it was. In other news, Lucas asked how to get the money out, and I told him what would happen, and he burst into tears. And then he randomly told everyone he met today, I have to poop money out my butt. <laughs> Not bad. Kid's a smart one. Yeah, yeah. Just like his father. Sure. For being honest. <laughs> no, man. It's just every day, every day you realize that your dream of raising better a- kids than you just goes out the window. Yeah. It's sad. Huh. It's really depressing. I understand why people do crazy things in their thirties. Kill themselves and their children. <laughs> no. No, I, I mean, yeah, have just, a midlife crisis. Yeah. Okay, that's what you're going with that. Sure. Yeah, it's sure. <laughs> no, but it really is because, like, you look at them and you're like, "I want it to be so much different," but you're just going to be the same pile of shit that I am. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, it's like. I, it's like a weird thing. Yeah. It's like a weird... And then and then the more they grow up, the more you realize they're just holding a mirror up to your big, stupid, dumb ass. Mm-hmm. Yep. Seriously. And then you're just like, oh, yeah. Yep. Daddy's a pile of shit, and you will be too. Because <sighs> no. I'm making nachos tonight. <laughs> don't but, but, don't make nachos. Put a little chili powder on top. What's that going to do? It's going to add flavor. Just put some Come on, Chef Matt. Salt and pepper on him. Chili powder. I don't know. That's uh, you know, it's Mexican. You're trying to dress yeah, up. But, a, you're yeah. trying to dress up a bowl of twenty three hundred calories. I know. But We're not trying to. I wouldn't just. Do you have any cumin? Not chili powder. I think so. Yeah, let's bring a little cumin on there. Put a little cumin on there. Yeah. All right. Chili powder to me needs to be cooked into meat, but that's just me. Yeah. You can do whatever you want with it, but it's true. Sometimes I sprinkle it in a quesadilla. No, sprinkle. I don't mean. I don't. We're not eating chili powder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. But um, I still can't get my burgers right. About, about every fourth one is right. I, I can't seem to get them right. What's the problem? I don't know, man. I, I get too much sear on them, you know? They're too, they're too crunchy. Or, uh, I mean, the couple times I found a much lower heat works better. Yeah. Because I put them on too high and then I turn around and I'm like, ah, it's crispy. Yeah. I don't want that. You know, that's the problem with the majority of barbecue. But a lot of the same, at the same time, if you do too low, too slow, you lose too much moisture. Really? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Because it's just it, the fat all drips out over you know the cooking process, right? So I think you get a little but bit dry product. But how do you know when you're done without it, without temping them? Well, you feel them. Feel them. Yeah. Hmm. Feel how they feel. I feel how they feel. Because I I I kind of want a, maybe a little bit of pink, but not yeah. probably not on what I'm giving my kids. So though. you want it to be about like that, if about like about like that. So rule of thumb with with steaks, and this is a rule 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 of thumb. Audience, do this uh, with me at home. Take your open hand, take your index finger of the other hand, and press against the fat part of your thumb <laughs> down. Down below your actual thumb, but where your thumb is hand. The meaty part, the big fat muscle of your thumb. Right. 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 Right here. Right there. Yeah, closer up to closer okay. up to the thumb. Right, right in the middle. Right. Okay. Nice and tender. That's 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 rare on a steak. Okay. That's what a rare steak feels like. Okay. Now the same hand in your hand you're pressing on, press your thumb and your index finger together. That's what 
medium rare feels like. Keep on. Oh, shit. Yep. Now, the next finger, middle finger uh-huh. to thumb. <laughs> press. It's so different. That's medium. Oh, you're... Ring finger. You're, you're a god. Medium man. well. Uh-huh. Pinky, well done. That's how you cook it for black folks. That's that's what the, uh, a steak would feel. So now you do that enough, and on enough steaks, you can just put press lightly on top of a steak. And you know what you're getting. And you know exactly what the you're, temperature is. You, God, you're so smart, man. Yeah. You're so much smarter than me. I don't know how you're not married. I learned that from Mexicans. That's probably what I, <laughs> Really? Yeah. Really. Did you really? Uh-huh. Mexicans are smart for smart folks. Hard yeah. workers. I've, I don't think I've met a Mexican that I don't like. They're great folks. Yeah. They really are. Tremendous food. I love tequila. Yeah. I've, I would move to Mexico. I've met Mexicans I do not like, but then I buy drugs, so. <laughs> That's different, though. Illegal drugs. Not, yeah, yeah, I don't not, buy pharmaceuticals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, can you give me some fentanyl patches? No. <laughs> God, no. Do I, am, am, am I a doctor? Right. <laughs> um, no. What, I did know this one kid, though. When I was working at Llewellyn's on Mainstream. Yeah. And he was like dishwasher uh-huh. who was trying to break his way onto the line, uh-huh. right? Yeah, I I know I know, know the type. You know the type? Yep. So trying to be a go-getter, but still at the same time an idiot. Go getting it right into the wall. And always seemed to screw himself over in stupid ways, like being three hours late to work. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to try so hard next time, you know. And a week later, he'd be three hours late to work again. Right. You know? That sort of thing. I remember one day at work, one of his last days at work. And at this point, I'm the assistant kitchen manager, you know? Yeah. I remember that. You hated it. A manager. Oh, I hated that place so much. Anyway, uh, he comes up to me. He's like, hey, man, look what I got. He pulls out of his pocket. And it's a fentanyl patch. <laughs> and he's... What the... F- but 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 maybe 10% of, one of, of it on one of the corners is cut off. Right. And I'm like, what's... I had, I had no clue. I didn't know what fentanyl was. Right. I'm like, what's that? He's like, it's a fentanyl patch, man. Get you real high. I'm like, okay. We're into that. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay. He's like, yeah, I mean, this is how you, re- if you want, if you want to fly through shit, this is how, this is how I do it. And he's all like, hoo, hoo, hoo. and this, this kid is like, you know, 19. Right. Piece of shit. Anyway. Did you do it? No, no. Because I found out, <laughs> I, oh, I, I wasn't going to fuck with it, but I found out what he was doing with him. Wasn't like cutting the patch in half and applying half to his body, right? He was. No, they put them on their gums. Yeah, he was cutting patches off at a time and putting it on his gum. Yeah, yeah, that's how they. That's how they do them. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucked up. This is the. Apparently, it's much faster that way. I mean, I or I, you can you can, I think you can kind of cook cook it down or get the fentanyl off of it and then and then shoot it. Obviously, okay. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, with a needle, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, the other preferred method supposedly is right on the gums. Wow. Yeah, I never did that with nicotine patches. <laughs> Jeez, that would be a, that would be a vomit. trip. Yeah, yeah, you probably would. Yeah, <laughs> that even sounds horrible. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Gross. Um, did you report him? I was going to, but then he didn't show up for his next shift. <laughs> Problem solved. And he was done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there's a certain level of uh, um, 
keep your shit together and we won't tell anybody when it comes oh, to drugs absolutely. and restaurants. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And this was definitely one of those places. For sure. Like, yeah. get trashed every night if you want and come into work still drunk. Right. But if you can work through. Right. And you don't fuck stuff up all during dinner service, then no one cares. Right. No problems. You know. Yeah. Most places are like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, it, it was also a don't smoke weed on the clock yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. If you want to show up 15 minutes early and and, suck, <laughs> and, and get sparked. suck down a J <laughs> uh, on the back parking lot right, right before your shift, you're totally cool. Just yeah. don't do it while you're on the clock. Right. Yeah. Just don't do dabs on the clock. Exactly. That's <laughs> them's the rules. Um, I remember when we were at uh, uh, Hendrix together. Mm-hmm. and Oh, man. <laughs> I was really into How the, the wine flowed there. <laughs> how a lot of things flowed there. I uh, If you get my drift. I, uh, I don't. Explain. <laughs> she added me on Facebook recently. Really? Yeah. That's it was, weird. Yeah. It was like, Stay away from there. Yikes. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, it was when I was really into stimulants. At the time. Yeah, yeah. To get through, because I was working a lot of hours between the two jobs. And I did, uh, I was I was getting some from somebody that worked there. And it was funny because you had never really seen that side of me. Like mm-hmm. you, because you, 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 you smoke weed. And I, I'm. Do I? It, that's, well, I've heard. And I don't. I can't remember. I forgot. <laughs> and I don't really do much of anything. And I was like. And I had to set up a deal. I was like, well, at the end of the shift, when I got cash after, you know, cashing out, um, as a server, I was like, I was like, I'll, I'll buy them from then. And we were doing it right there at the bar just cause I was like, I was like, oh yeah. And then cause she was getting ready to leave and, 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 and you just kind of like kind of looked at me and I'll never forget the fucking look on your face. You were just like, what the fuck is going on? And then, and then I, I, I got what I was buying and then, and then you were like, I love restaurants. She can get drugs from everybody. <laughs> Great moment in our friendship. It's true. I, I, I'm, I there are at least half a dozen people that I know I can approach at work. Yeah, for one drug alone. Yeah, and they would help me find it. Yeah, there's a couple other drugs that I know that like you know. <laughs> who's who's got the good fentanyl patches? <laughs> I I hope no one does. I yeah, yeah. It's 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 bad. Folks folks are dropping dead from fentanyl. Uh, drugs in restaurants have been a thing for a while, though. I mean, you know, yeah. if you read the most famous book about it, Kitchen Confidential, um, by Anthony Bourdain, was that was you know all that book Rest was about in peace. about uh, <laughs> that book was all about you know the party lifestyle that comes along with kitchens yeah. that comes along with being a chef, um, and it really is you have to you have to try to stay out away from it. Yeah, you know. You you have to try because if people respect you and like you, they're gonna want you to expect you to do all that. To, well, they're gonna want to part. Want you to part. You're gonna get a, hey, everybody's going over to so and so's house, right? You know, um, or the joint across the street. That's what we always used to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so it's and it, that was my first experience, even with drinking. Yeah, and stuff was uh, at Applebee's. Yeah. Because at that point, they were closing at like 11 or whatever instead of open later like they are now. Yeah. And everyone used to go to Culpepper's. Yeah, but in, in the high-end places, it's, you know, well, it used to be cocaine in, in Anthony Bourdain's day in the 80s and 90s. It was cocaine. Right. 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 Shame it's not that way anymore. Every If you're in a high-end place with a lot of pressure, we have to perform and be incredibly detailed and, and, and do 17 things at once. Cocaine. 
Like, <laughs> that there's the answer. Every hour you you went and you had a cigarette and you had a bump and then you went back to it. Right. Right. And right. that was the lifestyle for tens of thousands of people working in New York in restaurants in in the in the eighties and nineties. Right. Yeah. Now it's Adderall. Yeah. Yeah, it is. There are so many. There are so many cooks that I've known who their morning routine is to come in, suck down two cigarettes, have a Red Bull or a Monster, <laughs> and an Adderall. Pop an Adderall. Yeah, and then they go to work. Yep. And I've known. I I don't know of anybody that I currently work with that does that. Uh, at least you know if people do, I I I don't know right. about it. Right. Um, but I have known people who that's that's the routine. It's two cigarettes and Adderall and a Red Bull. And that's <laughs> it's a great they, recipe, by That's the way. how they start their day, you know? Yeah. And at the end of the day, they make their shift meal, and they have five beers in their shift meal, and then they pass out, <laughs> and then they get up and they do the same thing the next day, you yeah, know? Yeah. It's not sustainable, which I think is part of the reason of the, for the burnout in yeah. restaurants. Yeah. You get to be 30, 40, and you're like, I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, I'm not burned out with it. But I've definitely, I've definitely been there. Well, you in the last two years, though, you've because like you were saying, you've got to consciously make an effort to do that. You've, um, I think, you've done that a little bit. Well, like focus, little... focus my efforts on taking the thing where I am now and building on it. No right. matter how small it is, no matter what, what, no matter what circumstances may be surrounding it, I'm going to build on it in the best way I can. And I tried to approach that with the last couple jobs. But this is the first job where it's actually been something that I can do that with, right? So, you know, but you but an opportunity and, to grow and build. And a you've done bit. you've done. I think it seems like you've made a specific effort to, you know, not go out and get hammered with the boys type thing. Yeah, I. Uh, now that's just like I you getting hammered by yourself. I don't. But I, <laughs> yeah, I really don't get invited out with the gang anymore. Really? Because I don't. I I don't. I don't do it. Yeah. Last time was maybe six or seven months ago yeah and i think i had two rums at the bar and then left um sounds like a really wild night right what if what happened after those two rums but because they everybody knows. i went home jerked off went to bed but also i'm also <laughs> the first one in the building every single morning yeah whereas everybody else is walking in at three in the afternoon i've already been there for six hours you know what right. i mean right so it's that sort of thing we're like yeah you know, I'm really not on the same schedule, the time schedule as the party people anymore. You know, right. I'm on the normal adult schedule now. Yeah, I, pff, and God, then I am too. 80% of everybody else is still on the party people schedule. Yeah. Which for people who don't know the restaurant schedule for 80% of people who work in restaurants is you're up at noon. Right. You're at work by three. <laughs> you're off at 11. You party till four till in two. the morning. <laughs> yeah. And four. then you sleep till noon. Yeah. And party can be video games or whatever, but. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's the party people schedule. Yeah, I can't do it now, man. I I start fading at like eleven every night. Uh, like, yeah, uh, I'm getting the same way. If if I take a nap during the day, or I, <laughs> if I sleep till noon, like last night, I think I was up till two in the morning. Yeah, because you slept in. Well, because I sl- I, sl- I slept pretty late on Monday, right? But then you re- you remember from this morning. I was up at six o'clock. You were. It was like six twenty-four. I was really surprised, and I was awake, and yeah. I. I yeah, and I I I've been awake since then. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I was up since then. It's horrible. Because I know I'm gonna have this rum and maybe another and then eat a sandwich and it's gonna be like nine thirty and I'm gonna be like, Oh man. Yeah. This man in the high castle is amazing, but Daddy is <laughs> so sleepy. <is> my bed. 
<clears throat> Speaking true. of sleepy, I got a new pillow today. <laughs> it's a king sized extra firm. So, you know, Matt and I are old, boring, and have zero to talk about. <gasps> Buddy, guess what? <laughs> Breaking news in the human household. <laughs> today on Give That Some Thought, we'll discuss Matt took a trip to the Walmart today because he was kind of bored and had nothing to do. Bought himself a king-size extra firm pillow. You can see it. It's on the bed there. I see it. Uh, it looks sharp. Because you know I like my pillows. Like, my bed yeah, is right yeah. here. Uh, and I like... I like my pillows. I like, I've got a, a big old body pillow. I've got, yeah. I probably have eight to nine pillows on that bed right now. Now, Matt, how long have pillows In fact, been substituting one, two, a meaningful relationship? One, two, <laughs> three, four, five, six, seven. That's pillow number eight. Wow. So how long have pillows been substituting a meaningful relationship? The past relationship? couple of years. Past, okay, it's just, it's, okay, perfect. It, you want something there in the bed next to you. You know it's never going to happen. I haven't got to the point so far where I'm... I'm, I'm naming them yet, right? But I feel I'm only two or three years away from. Well, that. and even your body pillow doesn't. There's no facial features of any type. No, no. Okay, okay. No. So we're a good few years off before, hopefully, total insanity. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> good. No, that's that was my day to day. I was I had it was like. <laughs> So I got up at six, I was awake, dicked around on my phone, and actually laid in bed for another hour on my phone, and then kind of got up, took a shower, puttered around, like, did a couple light chores, and it's like 11 o'clock. Chores? <laughs> I did. I, I I cleaned the bathroom a little bit, I took out the trash. I, did you hit the honey-do list? <laughs> the honey-do list you Matt has for himself? Fuck you, I'm trying to adult here. Anyway, it's like 11 o'clock. Shut up. <laughs> about errands or things I had to accomplish? <laughs> no chores. I like calling it my chore list. Ladies, my chores. let me tell you this. Whoever does wind up with Matt, here's the deal. The man is mature on the outside. Uh-huh. He's old. You're going to think he's creaky. He's going to want to go to bed early like a man. Yeah. But on the inside, there's an 11-year-old boy that does his chores. <laughs> That's all I'm here to say. It's true, actually. It's true. <laughs> he does his chores and wants to put a smile on his mommy's face. Yeah. I told... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was like 11 o'clock. I'm like, you know what? I, I'm kind of bored. What, what What should I do? I have nothing to do. I I wanted to finish... So you did what every middle American does when they have nothing to do. I went to Walmart. Retail. <laughs> I went to Walmart. I had nothing in particular to buy. Right. <laughs> I needed a new phone card for my phone. Right. Uh, but, you know, I don't need it now. But anyway, <laughs> I bought some Excedrin. I think I bought a sub sandwich in the deli. I actually did a lap around the entire Walmart. Look at you. Bought the body pillow. Bought a phone card. <laughs> came home and I'm like, still bored. <laughs> still bored. Still bored. <laughs> so on the other side of this Walgreens here, there's right. a True Value. Uh-huh. Brewery, true Value Hardware. True Value Hardware. Yeah. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm going to walk to the hardware store. Walk? It's it's a five-minute walk. It's like 400 degrees out. It was only it was like three in the afternoon. It wasn't super, super hot. I oh, mean, it, it was, was 300. hot. It was not, it was It was past 90, but it was only right. a five-minute walk, and you know. Good for you. Yeah. Anyway. So you went to the True Value. And I bought... <laughs> I bought an 18-inch threaded screw uh, at one-quarter inch width. I bought a wing nut. 
and a one quarter inch nut to go on top of it. I bought what is what are you building? I Why bought not? I bought sixteen gauge wire, two small spools of sixteen gauge wire, and this afternoon, between me getting back from the hardware store, hardware store, yeah, and you coming over to the apartment, I was uh, making springs. <laughs> And then clipping those springs off into links in order to restart my old hobby I had when I was a kid. Well, not a kid, but a teenager. Well, not a teenager, but in my 20s. <laughs> of making and weaving chainmail. And I think I'm going to start it up again as a way to like be able to have something to do, busy work with my hands while I sit and watch my stories. <laughs> so I don't, So I don't smoke so much. I'm all for that, Because I'll be, you know, having my rum I, and coke, and I'll be like, I'm on rum and coke number three, watching my stories <laughs> on a Tuesday night, and I'm like, damn, I need a cigarette. I'll smoke a cigarette. And I'll be like, damn, that cigarette was good. Five minutes later. Another cigarette. Get another cigarette going here. Right. If I have, if, you know, yeah. so if I don't instead, do that. If you're making chain mail instead. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can get by with two cigarettes, you know, in a night instead of smoking six. You know right. what I mean? <laughs> Cut back on that a little bit, you know. Good for you. Maybe, like maybe. maybe we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, that's right. Because you could have a cigarette hanging out of your mouth while weaving chainmail. Yeah, but I see. I don't like. I don't like keep. I don't like the cigarette hanging out of my mouth. Yeah, it's too close like to it. your face. It is. It's, ter- it's true. <clears throat> anyway, but yeah, I have to redevelop all the calluses I had when I was a from ten years ago when I when I wove mail. Because it was a little bit rough on my hands, but I'm going to enjoy getting back into it. Well, I think I'm going to get back into it and, and weave some chain mail. Are you going to so. go to the Ren Fair? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> the Ren Fair marched in the uh, parade. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. And I was, I, and I, I literally, I said loud enough for him to hear. I leaned down to my son and I said, look, son, a bunch of people that don't get laid. Jerk. They fuck each other. They I, have, but Ren Fair not people the same, have Matt. sex that's with not Ren the Fair same. people. Not the same. Yeah, they're all fours and fives. Oh, and then, and then, and then still, a high school band walked by, and I said the same thing to him. <laughs> um, here's my here's my beef with the Ren Fair. Yeah, what's that? Every every year, yeah, in Wentzville, there's a huge Ren Fair that goes on. Right. Almost all the month of I think it's either June or July. It might be. I think it maybe I, it's now. No, I, I think know. I think it was May. I think it was May this year. But it goes on all month long. On weekends. Right. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Which is your biggest work. If it's a long if it's yeah. a long weekend. Normally it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Every weekend for four weekends. And then yeah. the last weekend is like four days long. Yeah. And I'm always working. Could you like my my people are gathering ritually <laughs> in a giant field in, in Wentzville <laughs> for four consecutive weekends. weekends and I never get to go. But could you I'm always you working? Let me ask because you this. Though. I don't get off work. From Thursday morning, from right. Thursday morning, until pretty much from Thursday morning until right Saturday afternoon. Yeah, all I do is work and sleep. Yeah, but let me ask you this: sometimes you could ask off. Sometimes for it, I have. But are uh, you too free embarrassed time. to say I need to off to go to Ren Fair? No, it's just that I I haven't been in a position the past couple of years where I've had been in the cards. money for Ren Fair. Yeah, plus money. What is? Off. Do they have horrors out there? I don't No, but you like turkey legs cost you like fourteen dollars. <laughs> I've never had a turkey leg. Plus the costume, you gotta get your costume together. Oh god. 
Well, you're making that. <clears throat> you're making that yourself. Yeah, so you're yeah. saving money there. So in five so or six next year, five or six years, oh, I'll have really? I'll have a decent shirt of mail. I'm sure I'll be way too fat for it by then. I was gonna say, what are you gonna do when you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you try to put it on. It's like, oh shit, we need to add a few inches. So that's that's actually your story. You make a subreddit about it, and people can keep continuing the story of this guy who keeps weaving mail to go to the Ren fair, and every year he's just a little too fat to, yeah, to get yeah. it on. I love you, buddy. I would go with you. I would. I'd do that for you. Maybe we should do that. You went to go see Adam Carolla with me. Yeah. Maybe and you we- laughed. Sure. <laughs> Don't sure. You enjoyed. You laughed at his jokes. All right. Next Not year, all of them. we'll go to the Ren Fair. All right. St. Louis Ren Fair. I'll go. Whatever. I'm going to Google it right now. See what's up. Aren't there some low-cut tops? I- I'm sure I'll oh. find something to do. Oh. I'm not even into boobs, but I'll make it work for the, you, man. The cleavage. Because all because here's what it is. Yeah. All the fours and fives yeah. who don't get laid or paid attention to all year long. The rest of the year. Yeah. Well, not don't get laid, because any woman, no matter how ugly she is, can get laid by virtue of the fact she has a vagina. Because ah. men are not as picky as women. Um but all the fours and fives who don't get the attention that they normally get. Right. Because they're just a little bit, you know. Those dresses, yeah, with the the big dresses, right? They hide a lot of the midsection, right, of the undesirable. So you can't quite tell, yeah, you can't tell that she has has giant ank- giant calves and right. m- you know man calves and cankles, <laughs> or that she's got a pot belly, right, of the way she's wearing. The, but the dress, but yeah. at the same time, the fat girl can also display her breasts, push everything upstairs, and push everything upstairs, right, and almost spilling out, yeah, and have it be you know. She, and all of a sudden, she's the belle of the ball. She's the popular one. There's no skinny chicks getting laid at Ren Fairs, okay? <laughs> if you're going to a Ren Fair, if you're due to the Ren Fair, you're looking for the chick the with chick. the most amount of boobage right. outside of her clothing. Right. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. <laughs> and so it's it, it takes those girls who don't get a whole lot of attention normally. Right. And it makes them superstars. Turns them into freaks. Which is great. That's it's, right. You know, every every woman deserves to be a superstar once in a while, right? <laughs> the least sexist thing Matt's ever said. <laughs> when, so what, have you been before? Have you been to one? I actually or? haven't been to the St. Louis one, no. But you've been to one? Uh, Maybe. A pseudo one? I don't think I've technically ever been to a Ren Ren Fair before. Well, first time for everything. Are we going to see Jordan Peterson? Sure, why not? We should. I don't have the money. Nobody has the money for anything. When is it? Why is everything so GD expensive? It's in October sometime. Uh, car, uh, tickets might be expensive. Yeah, Hopefully. I think it's at the pa- uh, pageant. No, Peabody. Peabody. The two. Yeah, Peabody will probably be fifty bucks a pop, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Plus a couple of beers on the <laughs> way down. He sure is making the money. He sure is making that money. Well, good for him. Oh, oh. September. <laughs> is that when it is? Yeah. Oh, well. I, uh, that's the one in Wentzville? Yeah. That's probably why they marched in the parade. They're trying to push it. Yeah. Bring your dog, it says. Well, I'm not going. Can't, that'd be a no for me, dog. Contests and promotions. Employment. Employment. We could be knights. We could be employed I, as jousting that. knights. You could be knights. I'm not hey, doing. What about this one? This one might pique your interest. Vendor applications. There you, you go. Save up, you save. You get. You 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 uh, save a bunch of stun guns, a bunch of like replica knives, a bunch <laughs> of like you know, yeah. 
Or, or that could be, could I do food? I could do like, I can have my own turkey legs. Maybe. Hmm. Hmm. I could cook festival food and shit. That's shit. like the easiest food. I there should get on. I should get on to making some sausages, and then I can sell like authentic sausages. Hello, Governor. Stop right over here. This uh, my booth. <laughs> now the point I have is- wonderful sausages. Sausages for all. Hello, ma- ma'am. You look like you'd love a big fat meaty sausage, wouldn't you? <laughs> That's what I was just about to say. The thing is, if you go to Ren Fair, whether it's a vendor or not, you're going to be selling sausage. Yeah. What the hell's wrong with this? <laughs> Hello, love. How about you like some of my bangers and mash, eh? <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? I'm the type uh, of person that's I'll what? go with you. I'd, September, it cools down. It's acceptable to be out of, door, yeah. out of doors yeah. in September. Maybe I should. Maybe I should like, take a weekend off work and go to the Ren Fair. It's been, yeah, I, you're really liking the idea. I am because I I never get to do it. Yeah. Well, you should. And it's like right up my alley. Those are my people. In September, we be able to get off. I don't know. You probably, I don't know. Wait. I am. I am asking off a week that. Oh, for the the Hume family camping yeah, trip. Yeah, the camping trip. Mm-hmm. Any early contenders for uh, Dundee uh, awards? Or I, we were talking awards? about that over the Fourth of July about uh, the Dundies uh-huh. and what should be done. Yeah. About it, they were asking me what I was going to do for the Dundies this year. I'm not sure that it's necessarily my thing to do. I, you know, right. I don't think it's. Oh, necessarily typical. My, my man thing. has a great idea. Excuse it once. After that, too lazy to do it again. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like the man I know. I uh, <laughs> all gung ho. We should buy a podcast. Addison buys two hundred dollars worth of equipment. One hundred and fifty episodes in. Do you want to skip this week? <laughs> I think a case can be made that you and I have canceled on each other an equal an equal amount of times. Amount of oh, times. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there have been no. many times where I'm like, I just don't feel like doing it, dude. Yeah, my kids just say, be like, whatever. whatever. Yeah. And several times when you're like, it's I got home and everything is crazy and there's nothing but chaos and I have to be here to try to mitigate the chaos <laughs> my wife has created. <laughs> I'm so glad she doesn't listen anymore. And I'm it's like, so freeing. You do you, dog. <laughs> That'd be a no for me, dog. It's my new favorite meme. Yeah. I, I use it all the time. But, uh, yeah, I, I'll go to Renfrew with you. Okay. I'm not going to sleep with you, but I will go, I'll go to right. bed with you. All right. What will you dress up as? <laughs> That's the dragon kicker. Dragon energy. That's the kicker. That's you could totally do as. dragon energy. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> no. I think it's being serious. No, you could totally yeah. do dragon energy. Yeah. I dress up as medieval Donald Trump. <laughs> we get a black guy, dress him up as medieval Kanye West. Right. And you right. are dragon our dragon energy. energy. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not. I'm going in shorts and a tank. Dude, medieval Donald Trump would be itch. Okay. Well, he basically. I mean, isn't he kind of medieval now? Yeah. In the way- Listen, folks. Okay, I know papal states. I know them. Okay, French monarchies. They love me. Okay. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go with him. Yeah. I'll eat a turkey leg. I've never had a turkey leg. You know when uh, you're a knight, <laughs> the maidens they let you do whatever you want. You know. Grab him by the buzzy. <laughs> Did you have to? <laughs> so very disrespectful. <laughs> oh, man. Medieval Donald Trump at a Ren Fair would kill. Would kill. Would it? Oh, man. Oh, absolutely. 
Well, no matter how you played it, even if you, you of course, you would play him with kind of buffoonish, but you could also play the crowd, you know, be like, we're going to make Europe great again, okay? <laughs> Build a wall. Yeah. Make the Prussians pay, We're going pay to for make it. feudalism great again, <laughs> and we're going to make the Muslims pay for it, okay? We're going to retake the Holy Land, and Islam is going to pay for it. The Sultan, he doesn't know what he's doing. What's he doing? Okay. Charlemagne. Let me tell you about Charlemagne. <laughs> Overrated. Not a great guy. <laughs> King Henry. More like King Smellry. Okay. Uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, I'll go with you. <laughs> I like festival food. My inner fat kid <sighs> likes festival food. All right. Well, all I can think about right now, now we better we might as well end the program because I yeah. I want to go yeah and do medieval Donald Trump like I want to start drawing up plans for a costume right the fuck now. Do it. Uh, I guess that's about it. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe Dan will be back next week. He didn't quite make Hopefully. it. Hopefully. Well, uh, he said he was going to be here. Um, I he I said guess, he would text when he's on his way. I don't know. So it's still he hasn't did, texted. Did he hasn't, I didn't. I haven't. No. No, I didn't get anything either. Maybe he lost my number. <laughs> Anyways, we're going to leave it on this song, and I know you're going to know this New song. New podcast, who dis? <laughs> Back to the old podcast. Um, yeah, I know you're going to know this song. That's what we're going to leave it on. But I will let you have your moment. Moment of fame and glory, if you will. Well, thanks for listening, everybody out there in audio land. <laughs> I forgot how to start. One, two... Well, I wanna sing a song for you. I know for you, I wanna sing a song. And I wanna lift my voice to heaven. And listen to the angels sing along. A song of your faithfulness, a song of your grace, and of your love and kindness to the glory To me say, I want to sing a song for you. I want to sing a song. A little too close for comfort, Matthew. No, we're back on the air. Matt had something wild and interesting to share. I, uh... <laughs> uh, yeah, so the story I came across, and no one's reporting on it, probably because it's from comes from Southeast Asia. It's probably right. because it's from it's foreign news. Right. So no one wants to talk about it. Right. But, um... It's a fascinating human interest story that's developed over the past week. Did you know that there were four, there were twelve boys trapped in a cave in Thailand? <laughs> Apparently, they kicked no their shit. soccer ball down this cave, and it rolled four and a half fucking miles <laughs> through water, up and down the cave, all the way back there. And they had to go. All fourteen of them had to go back there. Well, it's a soccer ball. I assume in that part of the country, it's it's the only soccer ball. Yeah, it's, it it wasn't so much the entire team. That was just who they picked <laughs> as the people to go the, the the search party to retrieve the soccer ball, the one soccer ball in Thailand. Right. <sighs> Is that what you wanted to say? Did you just want to rant about that? Was that uh, it? I wasn't I mean, serious. That's... First off, I was just setting that up as a joke for you and me <laughs> when I said it. But I'll go ahead and do the no. rest of the. I'll go ahead and do the rest of the bit. Who? What? Okay. First off, if you're a parent, right? 
you don't know that this is going to happen, right? I assume if you're a good parent, like I hope that the soccer coach didn't call all 14 of those parents and be like, hey, we're about to head four and a half miles underground uh, just for shits and giggles. Um, You know, be back before dinner. uh, Is it okay? And the parent was like, yeah, yeah, they're just Taiwanese children, you know, or they're just Thai children. (laughs) They're they're basically useless uh, unless they're there for sexual tourism. Yeah, take them four, four and a half miles underground into the bowels of the earth. <laughs> I, I, I totally yeah. see how this situation could have happened. But at some point... Did someone... Doesn't that 20-year-old coach... Think to himself, yeah. Hey. <laughs> maybe. Maybe I shouldn't take these children four and a half miles underground. Maybe one mile is good. Maybe a half mile. Maybe we go into the mouth of the cave and hang out, and I make one of them blow me, and then, <laughs> and then we tell leave. the rest of the team not to talk about it, and then we go back. Yeah, back you know. Right. Or maybe one of the 14-year-olds has a good enough sense to be like, hey, guys. Uh, maybe. Right. Horse sense. They call that. Maybe, they call maybe that. we shouldn't go into this cave. There's clouds. There's some clouds that look they look menacing. Right. We should definitely stay is out of this cave. Is that what happened cave. then? Because all I know is there were kids trapped in a cave. Yeah, so what, they, they what decided the to go happened? in the cave. I they 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 haven't. I don't. I don't know a reason why they're just in there. Apparently, <laughs> they just got in there suddenly. Okay, so happened. There's Thai kids in yeah. the cave. That's... They they went ten feet in the cave, found a door to Narnia, went in there. <laughs> the exit from Narnia was four and a half miles underground. Oh, gotcha. Um, and then monsoon season all of a sudden decided to kick off. And well, as it does. Yeah, I'm told. Yeah. yeah, and then it's just nothing but rain all day long, and things flood. And the entrance to the cave got flooded over, and yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good news is Elon Musk developed a submarine to go get him. <laughs> and the Taiwanese government was basically like, uh, fuck off, we got this, <laughs> which I love. They were like, pretty yeah. much like, uh, that's not going to work uh, because of the logistics of the cave. Because in order to get in order to get these kids out, right? The, the, the divers at a couple different points in the cave have to take their air tanks off. Oh, to get through. Go through and then pull their air tanks out after them because them with their air tanks strapped to their back are too big to get through the opening, which is another thing that irks me. Like, when you get to the first child-sized opening in the cave, that's when you call as it the quits. soccer coach, don't you be like, you know what? Getting in here... Sounds great. Doesn't work. <laughs> sounds great. Getting out might be difficult. Let's stop. We've seen plenty of the cave. Uh, right. Let's go back. <laughs> yeah. All I know is that kids were trapped. I don't know how they got there. Don't even care if they. Yeah. But I made the same the same joke you made a minute ago, though. I made it work this morning because I was like, yeah, they should have just let it be a lesson. Like, don't yeah. fucking go in caves. Well, because you die in caves during That's monsoon how. season, but also, you know, in caves in general. Yeah. Though. But yeah. without, you know. Somebody who knows how to spelunk. Yeah. Um, which is the it's the cave diving is the best because it, the the name is spelunking, mm-hmm. and that's just it sounds dirty. It sounds dirty. <laughs> Might go spelunking tonight. Oh. <laughs> um. <sighs> Sweetheart, if you're listening, I've never told Matt sex stories. Never. Ever. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, don't go in caves, I think, was the bottom line. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that we covered uh, this story because no one else is reporting on it. No one 
at all <laughs> is talking about Malaysian chi- or Thai Thai children stuck in caves. <laughs> I'm just happy that all 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 twelve of them and their coach yeah. were successfully rescued. I'm, I think at, earlier today was they were. They all got out of the cave, right. which is great. They can all go back to their jobs making T-shirts for the United States. <laughs> and that is the real victory, I think. Do you think? Do you think Haynes and Nike were kind of considered like, oh, hold on, which four, which twelve yeah. kids are these? That's one Let's, of our top producers. Are they are they on our payroll? Because get them the fuck out of there. Yeah, they were just on a soccer break. It was supposed to last fifteen minutes. Right. <laughs> They're supposed to pee in a bottle and get back inside. Yeah, they can go back to making T-shirts. And delicious food and transitioning to women for sex tourism. <laughs> the hell is wrong with you? Thanks for listening. See you later, everybody in Audio Land. Stay out of caves. Stay out of caves. This has been a production of Tripod Broadcasting.